Hey friends, how are you doing? It's been a little while since we talked. We've kind of all been in this COVID mania, us included here in our household. We've been um, living kind of a different lifestyle since what, March maybe? And I've checked in a bit here and there and really just trying to connect with my own thoughts over the past few months, which I sure you've been doing the same. And as of late, my kids have actually gone back to school. They're actually in the school building, and it's a little different for them, but they're there. And so our household has some state of schedule, which is kind of nice. We did have a schedule before, but it was more of the summer schedule, you know, so a little bit more relaxed, spending a lot of time together. And I am so very grateful for all those moments to be able to spend time with them, grow as a family, connect as a family, because honestly, our lives were kind of going so crazy that um, we were so busy that we weren't even taking those times to pause and reflect. So in a way, the COVID shutdown, I guess, or the quiet time of COVID allowed us to just pause for a little bit and reprioritize. And I know talking to many of my friends, they've all had that same reflective point of, hey, it gave me a chance to reprioritize what's important. And what what do we need to reorganize in our family lives and our spiritual lives? You know, do I like the direction things are going? Do I want to shift anything? And um, of course, some things didn't turn out so awesome. Like I started out this whole process going, we're going to get healthy, we're going to eat healthy. We're gonna... <laughs> and let me just say for the record, no, that didn't really end up happening. My daughter ter- daughter loves to bake. So there was a whole lot of baking in this house. I've heard stories from other families that yes, their family took to baking too. And when you bake, you eat. So has not been great for my hips. <laughs> uh, so we did, we did indulge a little bit with food. And but you know what we were doing while saying that we also cooked at home. And we had some of those family meals that hadn't had in a long time, we pulled back from dining out. So now when we eat out, we actually uh, enjoy it more. It's not so much of a lifestyle as it had become. It became now it's a little bit more of a, a treat, which is what it should be, right? In most cases, I grew up with going out to eat as being a huge treat. We never went out. I don't know how your families were, but for us, it was a big deal. And even if it was McDonald's, it was like, wow, what a huge deal. This is such a treat. And now with my kids, they're like, what? We're not going out to eat. <laughs> so it was kind of nice to adjust like that. So what I wanted to talk about today, just for a few minutes, just to connect with you, to say hello and to remind all of us, myself included, about our purpose, you know, of living and the talents that we have and our gifting and how we've been designed by a creator um, to live in his fullness. And even though we've been at home for a few months, maybe we connected with some of those things a little bit better. Maybe we're able to hear that voice of creativity, inspiration, love, and family, and our call to our creator. And so, you know, with that being said, 
one of the things that's been real heavy on my heart, there's been a lot of things heavy on my heart, but the one thing I wanted to talk about today actually has to do with our children probably first and then our connections. Because I'm watching my my kids, they're back in school, and I'm seeing their stresses. They're in a place, an environment that should be familiar and comfortable and happy, and it's very stressful for them. And I have teenagers, so their communication is a little different than a small child versus also an adult. So you have to watch them a little bit more closely our children, you know, you have to look for cues and signals that they're stressed, because I don't know that they realize that they're stressed. As adults, we recognize that, right? We're like, oh, my gosh, I'm overwhelmed, right? That's like a word people like to use or struggling, or I'm sad, or I'm anxious, or I feel heavy. You know, those are some words that we use when indicating we're kind of tapped out. We're uncomfortable. Life is difficult. We also know as adults that life is difficult. And hopefully we have developed strategies of being able to handle that stress. Healthy strategies, I would like to add. Healthy strategies and ways to deal with stress and life's conflicts and challenges because we are not on a cruise ship through life. I love a uh, doctor, uh, doctor uh, Father Mike Schmitz was like, we're on a battleship. And we kind of are, you know, every day presents these challenges. Well, our teenagers and our children, and even our young adults, maybe they don't have, they're not equipped yet to handle life struggles. And possibly, they're not able to articulate and verbalize what they're feeling. And so, as their mentors, guides, parents, and friends, we need to probably be be paying close attention to their cues. So with my own children, and my son is very, um, he loves school. He just loves school. And he was so excited to go back to school. He does really well. He enjoys it. He loves to learn, loves his friends, very social. And you know, most of their learning right now is online. And so what I've seen in him is a different kind of spirit. I've watched him kind of be sad, I think is the word I'm going to use, and disappointed. And he's definitely needing more love. And he doesn't need a push at all. In fact, my husband and I spoke about that today, which is, you know, hey, he's a, he's usually a straight A student, and he's having a hard time. And he directly said, Mom, I'm having a hard time. It is difficult to take tests online. It is difficult to learn everything online. It is difficult to not have a two-way conversation with a teacher and try to understand, and he's in physics and chem two and stuff like that, and understand these things. And he says, I'm not making the grades that I'm used to making. And when you get a red mark on a piece of paper, it indicates you need to try harder or work harder. But when you see a score online, it doesn't have the same impact. You know, he's 16 years old with these realizations. And, you know, I'm just try to help him through it, encourage him and love him through the process without beating him up for it. 
you know, that, oh, you got to do better, you know, just try harder, work harder. These kids are online all stinking day, all day, you guys. I'm online with, you know, my business and trying to, you know, just do life. We're online a lot, plus social media. Our kids are the same way. And guess what? We get burnout. We're burnt out on Zoom. We're burnt out on uh, phone calls and conference calls and reading things online and communicating through social platforms. We're tired and we're adults. So where are they? So just listening to him kind of gave me some pause for concern and just realizing I need to make sure I'm loving on my kids a little bit more, right? They're leaning on us. They need us to give them that solid ground so that they too can move through this this environment, which is unknown and uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Because as humans, we desire connection. We desire people. We feed off facial cues and energy and laughter and hugs and handshakes and goofy faces. And we need all that. We also read social cues to know if somebody is hurting, unhappy. They need encouragement. We can see in their faces, their eyes, um, body language. It tells us so much about their story. And so as, as humans, Right now, we are having a difficult time because we are working extra hard to read those cues. I don't remember where I read it. I think it might have been Forbes, actually. But there was something I read probably in the last three months about how Zoom actually creates a difficulty in communication. And you're exhausted when you get off of a conference call or a Zoom call because we don't have the same cues. So we're working extra hard. Our brains are working extra hard. So here's our kids doing the same thing, right? And then I've got my other um, child, uh, Sophia. She's in ninth grade, just started high school. And here she is switching schools, trying to make new friends, um, having to wear a mask. It's new to her because she came from a different school and now she's in this one. And again, everything's online. So everything they knew to be regular and normal is different. And yet they're in a, a an environment which should be friendly. And overall, you know, she too, like my son, is adjusting pretty well, but also the stress. I mean, and on top of that, you guys, they're teenagers. You Do you remember that? Like, do you remember being a teenager? It's already kind of a difficult environment emotionally, uh, friend-wise, everything. While it's fun and everything, it is definitely a time period in our lives that's more of a struggle. And so as parents and as friends, mentors, teachers, uh, spiritual directors, we really need to be paying attention because they really need us. Which took me to the next level of thought and conversation, actually, with my husband. If that's happening with them, which we know it is, we know it's happening with our children because it's happening with us. And we as a people, as persons, we need one another super bad. And I know my friends have expressed it in a variety of ways. And so have I. We really need each other. And it might be time for us to just pick up the phone a little bit more and say hello. And I'm not sure about you, but I find myself withdrawing a little bit from all of that which might be the indicator to do it more 
we probably don't need to withdraw from one another as much as we need to connect with one another. And that should be the real desire because our gifts and talents, our love, our our personal connection is what the world actually needs. And so that's pretty much the thought of the day is how are we connecting with each other to help the world heal, be better place for our children to give them confidence and security. The same thing with maybe our elderly or senior citizens or the people maybe that are a little bit more um, disconnected. You know, I think about my life here. You know, I have two kids, a husband, a dog, and a cat. I'm surrounded by people all day long. But there are people that are not surrounded by others. They live alone. Or maybe they're a little bit more isolated. You know, how can we connect with them? How can we foster love with this world right now that is not being connection-friendly? Maybe technology-wise, yes, but human-wise, we're a little bit more disconnected than we need to be. So that's my challenge, I suppose. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on how are you connecting with others. And, you know, we're presented something unique right now in the environment and the world around us. And so it's up to us to be resilient and creative and to overcome and live in virtue and help others um, within those virtues of love and kindness and compassion, right? So anyways, those were the things that were on my mind today. I hope that uh, you and your families are doing well and you're healthy and that that everything is um, blooming and blossoming in your lives. So with that, I'm going to leave you this afternoon and to live an unmuted life in your gifts and in your talents and in your love, community, compassion, and humanity. So um, anyways, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day.